For 40 years, Sandals has been crafting escapes of five-star luxury and romance throughout the Caribbean. Our new Palm Cast takes you inside our five-star resorts with exclusive insights and stories you won't want to miss. Come explore the future of luxury-included travel and the best of the Caribbean. So kick up your feet, get some shade. This is the Sandals Palm Cast. So we're here with Malcolm, who you are the regional grounds manager, which means not just here at Beaches, Turks, and Caicos, but for multiple properties. That's correct, sir. Yeah, I look after the Northern Caribbean, which includes Sandals Emerald Bay, Sandals Royal Bahamian, Fowl Key Resort, Sandals Emerald Bay Golf Course, and of course, Beaches, Turks and Caicos. And and clearly you're good at what you do because this place is gorgeous. My garden does not compare. (laughs) (laughs) And neither does mine at home, to be honest. (laughs) Like, I look around and I think, I would kill that. I would kill that. There's no way I could keep that alive. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not easy. Um, If if you look around, it it looks very lush and tropical, but in reality, we're sitting on a sand dune. Yeah. 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 And and, and compared to even flying in, you see some of the outlying islands, the undeveloped ones. Correct. And it's just a rock. It is. But then you, you come to the property here and it's tropical paradise it, it really is and you know it, it doesn't happen on its own <laughs> yeah i'm sure of that <laughs> we uh as i said we're, we're sitting on a, a sand dune we import our soils we have to oh wow and we use a mixture of cow manure sure that comes in in bags so we'll we'll blend that into the native soil native sand and we'll, we'll make a growing medium that everything around you that you see can survive in. There's a lot of plants out there in the world that will not make it here. They, yeah. they, and we've tested and we've tried. And Is it because of the soil or because of the climate? A little bit of both. Yeah. yeah more the soil than, than anything. There's no nutrients here at all. We, yeah. have to, we have to put it in ourselves. Now, I've been here 15 years. And over the 15 years, we've started to accumulate a little bit of good organic soil matter in there. But unfortunately, it doesn't hang around long. You know, you come into the rain. It gets used up real fast. It gets used up real, real fast, but it's sitting on sand and eventually just percolates right on through. Mm. It's just gone. So the one big thing that we need here that people don't realize is the irrigation water. So every night during these hot seasons, we run 350,000 gallons of water (laughs) throughout the 102 acres that we have. Where do you get, where do you get that? That comes from the ocean. So we take it from the ocean, goes through a reverse osmosis process, Mm -hmm. goes to the rooms, the rooms use it, the restaurants use it, and then it comes back to engineering. They treat it, they remove solids and waste and everything else. It gets chlorinated and then it goes into my holding tanks. And then at night, we put it back out. So it's one wow, that's big really, recycling process. Yeah, that's actually really, con- yeah. it's great conservation. That's fantastic. It, it certainly is, yeah. It works well. We also use the solid waste. Mm-hmm. It's treated, it's cleaned, and then uh, we mix that one-to-one yep. with the native soil. And that, yep. that takes out the ammonia content, which the plants hate. Yeah. And then we can put that in the ground and the plants can use that as well. How do you decide what you're going to design, what you're going to plant here? Around here, it's all about visibility. Mm. So obviously outside of the rooms, we're not going to put anything that's going to block the view. Yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> the it's, amazing view. They are amazing views. <laughs> uh, so it's plant selection at its best. We know what works here and what doesn't work here, what mm. we can keep at low height, medium height, high height, and it, it works. It really does. We yeah. do quite well at it. What about, I saw some of the, the coconut trees. Are those, did you bring those in or, or do coconut trees come nope. from around here? 
coconut trees are introduced to Turks and Caicos. They're mm. not native to Turks and Caicos. When I got here 15 years ago, there was a species of coconut here called Jamaican tall coconut. So we started to get away from them, and now we're using a Malayan dwarf coconut, uh -huh. which produces coconuts at a smaller height, a younger age, and they're a lot tastier, so the guests love them. But unfortunately, for safety concerns, we're mandated to keep coconuts off the trees. We don't want them falling off. Yeah, falling off. Yeah, sure. But we do have a few out-of-way areas where guests do not go that we let them come to fruition. And sure. we'll cut them down and pass the coconuts. And the, the guests just love the coconuts. No, there's here. there's just something real, like you, tropical vacation about walking down and seeing, oh, look, there's actual coconuts Correct, on that yeah. tree, you know? That's right, yeah. Uh, I saw a picture on social media the other day. I think it was TripAdvisor where the guest was on a lounger on the beach, coconut in hand with a little umbrella in there, you the bet. pink straw, and I thought, yep. They're in heaven, you know. So, so, so you saw my picture then. That that was. You, yeah. I loved <laughs> your bikini. Been. Your bikini was great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, how many? Just this resort alone mm -hmm. is massive. How many people does it take to just keep it looking literally like it was all just cleaned this morning? Right. You know. So, from from my staff for the ground staff alone, we have thirty-five people. And that includes myself. Only thirty-five. Only thirty-five hundred. I might. Only thirty-five. Wow. So we've got four different shifts. We have. 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yeah. We have a 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. And that's the guy that does all the mosquito fogging and yeah, sure. that, all that sort of thing. Then we have a 12 to 7, 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. And then we have a 3 to 11 shift. Now, the 3 to 11 shift will be the guys that run around at night and empty all the garbage cans and mm. clean it all out. The morning shift, as I said, is the one guy that does all the fogging. And then our main shift is 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. And they're the guys that come in first thing in the morning and sweep and clean and blow and pick everything up. And they'll, they'll be the ones that start mowing the grass and trimming the grass. I haven't heard a lawnmower, though. Do they have, like, stealth mowers? We do have quite a bit of uh, battery-operated equipment, oh, and it, wow. it is for that reason. We mow the lawns twice a week. Yep. And we do all the out-of-way areas starting at 6 a.m., and then we'll come into the pool areas around 10, so we're not waking anybody sure, up. Sure, sure. But, yeah, 35 guys that really, really push. Two irrigation technicians that look after over 6,000 irrigation heads on property. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's just it's immense. Each village mm -hmm. has its own irrigation system. So it's quite immense and, and takes a lot of work. But um, the guys here are great. They they care about it. Most of them have been here as long as I have. Yeah. They really enjoy their work, and I'm glad to be part of them. You could certainly tell that they care about it because, I mean, these grounds are immaculate. Yeah, immaculate. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good teamwork, you know. It really is. They're a good group of guys. They do care. You can see it in everything they do. It wouldn't be anything without them. I'm very proud to be with them. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when the next series drops. And remember, love is all you need because everything else is included.